time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Today is Thursday, July 30th. Gold traded higher on Wednesday for the ninth day in a row, weathering the FOMC policy announcement, which historically is a day when gold gets manipulated at a lot lower. The price management squad tried to take gold lower on a best efforts basis when gold was given a $14 beatdown on no news at 10 a.m. New York time and $28 waterfall ride over a 15 minute period at 3 p.m. New York time right after the Jay Powell show. Silver was up slightly on the day, while the mining stocks were hit for 1% using GDX as the proxy. The Mining Stock Journal said that the rally in the precious metals sector has been a lot of fun, but it needs a pullback or consolidation period to build a base for the next move higher. Certainly the Fed's policy stance, which calls for a lot more money printing, will provide the fundamental backdrop for gold to shoot over and stay over $2,000. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources trades on the TSX Venture with ITR and on the OTCQX with IRRZD, which will end after trading today and then move over to the NYSE America. Integra Resources is advancing its past producing Delamar gold-silver project in southwest Idaho through aggressive drilling and exploration. The latest resources estimate released earlier last summer showed approximately 4 million gold-equivalent ounces in the measured and indicated category. The maiden PEA for the project established a net present value of $473 million Canadian and an IRR of 43%. The management of Integra successfully sold its previous Brownfields project for $590 million in the summer of 2017. You can read more about the company and its successful management team at IntegraResources.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Oren Resources and East Main Resources announced that they have entered into a definitive agreement pursuant to which Oren will acquire all the issued and outstanding shares of East Main, immediately following a spin-out of Oren's Peruvian projects to Oren shareholders and completion of a concurrent financing. The transaction will create Fury Gold Mines and two independent spin-out entities. Concurrent with the spin-out of the Peruvian projects, Fury Gold will consolidate its shares by approximately 10 to 7, such that approximately 110 million Fury Gold shares will be outstanding after the East Main acquisition, of which 69% will be owned by current Orin shareholders and 31% will be owned by current East Main shareholders. Fury Gold is expected to remain listed on the TSX and NYSE American exchanges and will be led by new president and CEO, Mike Timmons. The $121 million offer represents approximately a $0.42 per East Main share, representing a premium of 137% to the closing market price of East Main shares. Oren trades on the TSX and the NYSC with the symbol AUG. East Main trades on the TSX with ER. 
Yesterday, Northway Resources announced they entered into a letter of intent dated July 28th, whereby the company will acquire all the issued and outstanding securities of Kennerland by way of a share exchange, amalgamation, or such other form of business combination as the parties may determine. Upon successful completion of the proposed acquisition of the securities of Kennerland, it is anticipated that the company will be listed as a Tier 2 mining issuer on the TSX Venture Exchange and will carry on the combined business of Northway and Kennerland. The transaction constitutes a reverse takeover of the company. Later in the day, Kennerland Minerals shared drill results at the Regnault target on its Frotet project in the Frotet Evans Greenstone Belt in Quebec. Results included 8.47 grams per ton gold over 29 meters and included an interval of 18.43 grams per ton gold over 11.13 meters. The company says the discovery at the Frotec Evans Greenstone Belt is in an area with no known mineral occurrences or historic drilling. Kennerland Minerals is a privately owned company. Northway trades on the TSX Venture with NTW. Ascot Resources shared results from the first seven drill holes of their 2020 season. The drill site is located to the west of the Premier Deposit and will potentially add to existing resources outlines in the, outlined in the feasibility study. Results included 20 grams per ton gold over 3.23 meters and 9.21 grams per ton gold over 6 meters. The significance of the perspective corridor is further highlighted by high gold grades and surface grab samples even further along strike to the west of Hope, Cascade Creek, and Woodbine. Ascot trades on the TSX with AOT and on the OTCQX with AOTVF. O3 Mining provided new drill results from the East Cadillac property in Val d'Or, Quebec. Highlights today included 17.8 grams per ton gold over 1.1 meters and 1.7 grams per ton gold over 10.3 meters. Current drilling on the East Cadillac property is focused on the North Contact Zone, which continues to show continuity laterally and at depth. The North Contact Zone is located along the northern splay of the Cadillac Larder Lake Fault, which can be traced over 6 kilometers within the property. O3 trades on the TSX Venture with OIII. Canada Nickel shared the remaining asset results from the East Zone and additional results from infill drilling on the Main Zone at its Crawford Nickel Cobalt Sulfide project. Hole 43 returned 0.33% nickel over a core length of 357 meters. The company says they remain on track to complete the preliminary economic assessment by year end and a resource update by the end of next month. The Crawford Nickel Cobalt Sulfide project is located in the heart of the prolific Timmins Cochrane Mining Camp in Ontario, Canada. Canada Nickel trades on the TSX Venture with CNC. And there were lots of financials out this morning. We can't get to them all, but here's a few takeaways. Kirtland Lake Q2 adjusted net earnings totaled more than $219 million, or 79 cents per share, doubled the level from the same time period last year. New gold revenues for the quarter reached $129 million, while all-in sustaining costs were $1,283. And Oceana Gold is reducing their guidance for production due to lower Macias production primarily related to the impact of a five-week New Zealand COVID-19 restriction, which were lifted in April.
For more of the financial news, please go to the Junior Mining Network newsroom site to get more of those reports in the press releases. That's going to wrap things up this morning for us here on Mining Stock Daily. We are distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.